0: glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Meekness is not bowing down. You know who the Bible said was the meekest man on earth? Moses. The meekest man on earth. You know what he did one day? God said, get out of the way. I'm going to destroy all these stiff-necked people, and I'm going to make a great nation out of you. He said, oh, no, you're not. Now, that's a meek man. Stuck his fingers, (laughs) into God and said, no, you're not. If you do, you'll just have to block me out with them because you're not going to do it. Because they'll say, look, he tried to lead them out and couldn't do it, so he destroyed them. He said, no, you're not. And God repented of what he wanted to do. That's a meek man. Getting quiet in here. That's meekness. Moses knew what God said. I have given you the land. He said, you can't do that. You've given those people the land. Listen, there comes a time when a meek man has to say to God, Now God, here's what you said. I didn't say it, you said it, and I'm telling you what you said. You said return your word to you, and I'm returning it to you, and here's what you said. Now it's up to you. You perform it. Somebody said, that's arrogance. No, that's meekness a meek man will say blessed be god the word says i'm the righteousness of god he was made to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of god in him i may not look righteous i may not act righteous i may not feel too righteous but blessed be god i am the righteousness of god that's a meek man he's humbling himself under the mighty word of god not his feelings. Now the pride and arrogant person and the one that will sidestep God's word will say, oh, I don't feel righteous. I must not be. Oh, just a poor worm in the dust. Hmm. But the man that's meek will humble himself under the word of God and under God. And if God said it, he'll believe it. And he'll act on it. But see, we've got it all mixed up, and that's the reason it's hard for some people to understand authority. They've never understood meekness. Meekness is not just bowing down on the thing. Meekness is standing your ground for what the Word says and what you know is right. And demanding your rights in the name of Jesus. Now, you see, we get a lot of criticism sometimes from people that bless their darling confused hearts. They think we're demanding of God when we say demand your rights in the name of Jesus. We demand things of the devil. We demand our rights in Jesus' name. When I say Satan in the name of Jesus I break your power. I demand my rights. I'm demanding it of the devil. I'm not demanding it of God. But when I go to God now let me give you an illustration. My daughter Beverly She got away from God. She was raised right in church. She knew what was right. The Bible said train up a child the way she should go. When she's old, she'll not depart from it. But she did. And, you know, I worried and fretted and prayed and cried and bawled and squalled and wondered, why me, Lord, you know? And uh, she finally got back in a situation where that she was back with the Lord, but she wasn't living just like, you know, wasn't where she ought to be. And I had prayed and struggled with that thing. And one night I just got my Bible out and I just turned to Scripture in Psalms 112, somewhere there, where it says, the seed of a righteous man shall be mighty upon the earth. And I said, now, Lord, you said it. I didn't. I'm reminding you of what you said. I said, I have prayed my last prayer about this thing, You said that train up a child in the way they should go when they're old, they'll not depart from it. Now, I didn't say it. You said it, and I am turning this thing over to you right now in the name of Jesus. I prayed my last prayer, and I just thank you, Father, that it's done in Jesus' name. I praise you for it, and I say in the name of Jesus, I'm returning what you said to you, and you said your word will not return unto you void. And I just held my Bible up, and I said, Now, there's what you said. And you know, it wasn't two weeks until she did a complete about-face. And God used Kenneth Copeland to read her mail at a meeting. And I mean to tell you, it turned her around. She moved out of town. She said, I got to get away from old friends. You know, you have to do that sometimes. And she moved out of town, moved to Tulsa, Oklahoma, and went to Raymond Bible Training Center. Never been the same since. But all of my praying and all my bawling and struggling with the thing, when I said, I'm done with it, I'm through with it, you're going to have to fix it, Lord, it's yours. In Jesus' name, I prayed my last prayer about it. Now, I thank you that it's done, and I began to praise God for it, but I didn't pray another prayer about it. This is what God is excited about when you return God's word to him. And that's essentially what moses did now where were we psalms psalms eight well let's read from verse one. O lord our lord how excellent is thy name in all the earth who has set thy glory above the heavens out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies now listen to this out of the mouths of babes and sucklings Hast thou ordained strength, it comes out of their mouth, the strength comes out of their mouth in words, because of thine enemies, that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. How? By the words you speak, out of babes and sucklings. In other words, he said even the little babies that get a hold of this, babes in Christ we could say can still the avenger by the words of their mouth i break the power of satanic oppression in the name of jesus of nazareth i pray that the eyes of their understanding shall be enlightened and in jesus name i call down the principalities and powers with the name of jesus that's the way babes and sucklings do it if they understand the party but you find someone that's 49 years old in the kingdom of God and does not know their authority, they'll say, oh, I just wish to God that God would deliver them or God would deliver me. But you find a babe that has understood authority, and I mean to tell you, his eyes will flash with the life of God, and he'll call down the principalities and powers, and he'll steal the avenger. And some of those that have been in the way for 40 years, they say, what they doing? Why, I never heard such blasphemy. <laughs> because they don't understand authority. You know what Jesus said one time? He said, there's never been a man born of a woman or a prophet born of a woman greater than John the Baptist. Not one. But he that is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. Ooh, that's shouting grounds, folks. I mean the least one in the kingdom is greater than John the Baptist. Why? Because he's born again of the Spirit of God. He has his authority restored back to him. And he can demand in the name of Jesus that Satan get his hands off of God's property. Glory to God. Hallelujah. (laughs) Blessed be God. Oh, I'd like to go another direction here, but i better follow the Spirit of God. Now listen, verse 3, here, let's get on down here. When I considered thy heavens and the works of thy fingers, the moon, the stars, that thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him, or the son of man that thou visitest him? for thou hast made him a little lower than the angels. Thou hast crowned him with glory and honor and made him to have dominion over the work of thy hands. Now, anything God created with his hands, he said man had dominion over it. Did you get that? Now, let's stop right there, because it's quoted this over there in Hebrews. We've already read it, but I wanted to point out to you what he's quoting it from. Now, here's another reason that people have not understood authority is that they've said, well, here it says that he made man a little lower than angels. The Hebrew word translated angel here in Psalms 8, verse 5, is the Hebrew word Elohim. It does not mean angel at all. It's plural for God. Plural for God. He said he made him a little lower than God's. getting quiet in here again. And that's good, because you're thinking. When you get quiet, you're thinking. (laughs) That's what it says. That's what that literally says. He made him a little lower than God. Not angels. Now, let me say something here, and I don't want to confuse anybody, but I'm going to say it accurately by the Spirit of God. Man was not created lower than angels. Man fell below angels. Now here it says, the scripture that people take in the New Testament to say that man was created lower than angels does not say that. He says he made him a little lower than God. In fact, the scripture says for a little time, lower. Now when you start teaching this, there's always somebody that's saying, oh yeah, that's that old doctrine trying to make man God again. (laughs) No, I'm not trying to do it, I'm just telling you what God did i'm not trying to do it at all we are not god but the bible says we are gods over the earth and i'm going to show it to you in the scriptures and somebody said what well, does anybody else believe that did anybody else in the bible believe that well one certain rabbi did rabbi jesus I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before we leave the broadcast, let me remind you that all this week, our offer is CD offer number 7111. It's a single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling. It's called The Righteousness, Which is a Faith. In Romans, the fourth chapter, the Apostle Paul talks about, in verse 13, for the promise that he should be heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. In other words, it didn't come through the law, but it comes through the righteousness which is of faith. Then when you come on down in verse 16, Therefore it is a faith that it might be by grace. To the end the promise might be sure to all the seed, not to that only which is the law, but to that also which is the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. So it comes through the righteousness which is a faith. Now that's an important phrase because you pick up on this again in Paul's writings in Romans the 10th chapter, and he gives us some great insight into it. He states, that as Moses describeth the righteousness which is of the law, that the man that doeth those things shall live by them, but the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. Now, when you skip down to what he tells you, it will say in verse eight, he says, But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, it is in thy mouth, and in thy heart that is the word of faith which we preach. Now this is what Paul says about the righteousness which is of faith." The righteousness, which is a faith, says the word is as close to you as getting it in your mouth and speaking it into your heart. Now, that's what some of your problems are and had been my problems for years. I knew what the word said, but I didn't get it in my mouth and I didn't speak it into my heart. Therefore, I allowed the enemy to run over me roughshod. This will be a blessing to you. It's CD offer number 7111. It's a single CD for $8, plus $3 postage and handling. We have a toll-free auto line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas,